Hi, Bernice. Oh my God, I missed you so much. I missed you. What's happening? Um, How goes your life? My life goes well. A lot has changed. So much. Since the last time we recorded. (laughs) To say the least. Right? (laughs) Have you listened back to like our last episode? Not in a while, no. Okay. I like heard like the first... Like 10 minutes, and I was just laughing at myself, and I was like, Haha, stupid, you didn't even know what was <laughs> <Right>. gonna happen. <laughs> You're out here having hope and shit. <laughs> I know, for yeah. real. Honestly, yeah. I remember like students being like, Mister, they're gonna put us on lockdown, and blah blah blah. And I was like, No, that's not gonna happen, we're gonna be okay. And I didn't yeah. know whether that was true, but I was just trying to like not feed into the like fear, chaos yeah. and you know what i mean trying yeah. to stay hopeful for students man what <laughs> okay so what let's see take me back to what it was like when once they told us because i remember it same thing happened to you right with the with schools it was like our schools closed pretty much the same mm-hmm. day when they told us we couldn't come I think back so yeah right and they told us it was what did they tell us it was two weeks or three i think yeah it was just two, like a couple right? weeks yeah, yeah. So take me, take me back to that day. It was like the last day on campus. Well, I remember that there was like shortages of everything. Mm-hmm. And that I think is what like caused a lot of the onset of fear and anxiety was like, can I not wipe my ass now? Because people Bitch. are like hoarding fucking toilet paper and water mm-hmm. and whatever. Mm-hmm. So that I think it was around the time where we were told like, you're about to stay home. And I was like, I'm about to stay home and not have toilet paper. Like, I don't understand. Um, so that I remember being real, like just worrying about having basic needs. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, just not knowing anything about the virus. Like, do you remember how little we knew about COVID-19? Yeah. Yeah. Like we didn't know shit. So it was just like a lot of wondering and Mm -hmm. almost like feeling like if you walk outside, like you can get it and not, you have no idea. We have no yeah. idea what precautions to take. Yeah. We have, there are no you procedures saw, like, in place. like fucking particles were just, mm-hmm. and they were going to come and slap you in the face yeah. just while you were outside. I remember seeing um, a video that showed like infrared or something of someone talking oh, or maybe yeah. they were sneezing or something uh-huh. and how far particles would reach out of their mm-hmm. mouth. And it was nuts. <laughs> I remember being like, bitch, I gotta stay that far away from people. <laughs> like, what? As a person who spits when she talks, right. when I saw that, I was like, that's realistic. Right. I, yeah. <laughs> that possibly happens from myself. <laughs> yes. My God. What about you? What do you remember from those days? I, what do I So I remember, um, I remember I, I had come back from, from Egypt in January mm-hmm. and Every morning while I was getting ready, I, I, Alexa, what's the news this morning? <laughs> and so my, the, the news that I listen to in the morning is NPR and Al Jazeera. And so you're they, intellect. <laughs> <laughs> NPR is like class. I know. I know. Cl- classic, like semi-liberal white person. Right. Like, <laughs> Um, but they, they were covering what was happening, right? Mm-hmm. And so they were talking about it. And I remember listening to it and being like, man, this shit is fucking wild. But thinking like, 
it's not going to happen over right. here. Yeah. Um, and then people start, and then they started talking about cases in the, in the U S and what that would look like. And there was all of a sudden people knew about Dr. Fauci. Mm-hmm. I was like, I had never known this way. Um, and I remember what we had to do at schools. We, I don't remember why we had to do this, but we did it. We had to, uh, so, so we told the kids like, okay, don't, don't come back. And then that Friday we were on campus, like cleaning Mm -hmm. and like disinfecting everything. And it was like these like special sprays and shit and all kinds of stuff. And I just remember fucking fumes everywhere. (laughs) Like I was sweating and I was like assigned to a few classrooms and, and including my office. And I just remember, um, our lead custodian, Don Rafa, he was just like, he was not fucking around. He mm. was like, clean this shit. And then he would go in, he would inspect it, and he'd be like, mis días, esto todavía no está libre. And I was like, yes. fuck, man. <laughs> Don Rafa like, better, though. Don Rafa was not <laughs> having my know, shit. He was not having it. <laughs> um, and mind you, I would finish, like, one classroom, and, like, homie got the whole second floor. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Um... So I remember that, and I remember that day. I well, that, I still didn't have a car, and so oh, I was yeah. like, "Fuck, okay, we're gonna be on lockdown for two weeks." Um, and I asked Amaris for a ride home because I was like, "Girl, I gotta stop by the grocery store." Mm-hmm. She was like, "Me too. Let's go." Right. So then we on my way on our way to to my house, we stopped by at Albertsons, and girl. <laughs> I'll never forget that grocery trip. One, because basic shit was not available. There was no fucking rice. There was no beans. Yes. There was no toilet paper. There was no cleaning stuff. Um, but there was like a bunch of random shit, like snacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we had in our car. That's your groceries. And yeah. And so I remember being in line. The lines were long as fuck. And I remember... <laughs> I remember us picking out literally like shit that was not essential. Like, well, I was gonna eat limon chips like the whole fucking time. Like, just you and pistachios. Exactly. Like, Lamonis just had a big ass bag of takis and shit, and like a bunch of rice aronis, and yes. like we just couldn't like whatever we could find, we just threw it yeah, in there. You I know? remember Rod looking for rice and only finding a bag of frozen basmati rice. Yes, I'm pretty sure it's still in the freezer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still find some stuff that. I I panic bought and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> why did I buy these Vienna sausages? Right. Like, I don't even like this. I do. But, Bring them over, girl. Okay, girl. <laughs> Uno <huinis. laughs> Um. Anyway, so I remember that day and we had this señora that was standing behind us and she was only buying a, f- a few things, but she was on the phone and she was loud as fuck. And she was telling... um whoever she was on the phone with, she was like, I can't believe the schools are going to be closed for two weeks. And uh, she was speaking in Spanish and she was like, y estos niños, lo que, lo que quieren comer es solo cereal, solo cereal. Me, me mandaron al, al super y solo quieren que Lucky Charm, que no sé qué, que yo no les llevo nada de eso. Van a comer quesadillas, ¿Qué más van a comer? Lo que haya. Frijoles. Pero ni hay frijoles ni aquí. Hay. And it was, girl, it was fucking hilarious. So Damaris and I are laughing because we're like, we were shopping like if, like if we were our inner child. Yeah. You know what I mean? Honestly. And we're like, if there's a, like if my mom, if this would have happened when I was a kid, mm-hmm. my mom would have gone and bought the most sensible shit that right. we would need to have. Of course. But my inner child came out at the grocery store. My inner child, well, it, bitch, so many Uncrustables. <laughs> Uncrustables, frozen waffles, 
like all kinds of dumb shit, hot pockets, yeah. like just shit that I like. I don't actually eat on the regular, but I was like, you know what? In these two weeks, this we're gonna snack. Mm. Um, so anyway, I remember that, and I just remember being scared, yeah. like scared as fuck. It was really fucking scary. Yeah, I mean, Loki still is. The, mm-hmm. the, this shit's not over. So yeah. Yeah. Not over, but we some vaccinated hoes. Yeah. And when did you get vaccinated, friend? Uh, okay. February. Mm, yeah. March. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Yeah. It's been a while now. I know. Yeah, um, I got vaccinated on well, my first dose, like the first week of March, and then I was done. Are you a Pfizer queen? March. Yeah. Pfizer bitch. Hey. hey, what about you? That's our house. <laughs> the house former of house Pfizer? of hydration now we are house of Pfizer, <laughs> Pfizer. yeah <laughs> why do we like look down on people who have like oh you got the Moderna oh. Moderna the <laughs> same shit but, but no. <laughs> and then don't even start with the Johnson and Johnson I know it's like if they said that they only buy in Walmart you're just right. like yeah Johnson that's the that's the Cajones vaccine the Cajones <laughs> It's okay though, like you are whatever. accepted. There, there are many people in my family. I know, mine too. My poor abuelita. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> abuela Santa. If you're listening to I Got You podcast, <laughs> she'll know how to turn on her CD player. Wait, is this but... the? Oh, is this the abuela whose last name used to be Cos? Cos, yeah. Cos. Mm-hmm. Santa Cos. That's oh my, God, my grandma. Santa Cos. <laughs> She's so great. She oh, just turned 80. Felicidad, yeah, abuelita. Yes. Has she been, like, safe? Like, people have been... Yeah, safe. I mean, I'm now that she was very stubborn and doing all the same things in the beginning uh-huh. of the pandemic, and so she was not safe then. Um, not, like, going to super spreader event type unsafe, but just, like, <laughs> um, trying to do business as usual, like, mm-hmm. going to the grocery store, like all the time on her own and people would like offer to bring her groceries and to bring her like her prescriptions and stuff and she like wouldn't let people do things for her um so that was annoying but yeah i think now that she's vaccinated and everything it's a lot more safe for Mm -hmm. her and yeah things are fine but she was a little stubborn in the beginning (laughs) cool you know our elders yes (laughs) we know um well, you know what, y'all, we're just going to preface this. So <laughs> Nathan and I have not recorded this podcast for a long time. Very and long. Very long. long. And so <laughs> really for us coming back, we're like, what the fuck are we going to let, what are we going to do? <laughs> also, I feel like I'm like, who am I giving advice to? I don't know. Y'all got problems? <laughs> so do I. The whole fucking world right. is burning. A bunch of shit is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? We know that some of y'all, a few criaturita del señor, are um, at home or in your vehicles or in your showers or on your walks um, and you enjoy listening us to us talk shit and, and say whatever's on our mind. So uh, we thought we'd give you an episode with that and, yes. um, you know, just updates. But we're going to start off with one of our favorite segments, which is <laughs> Desired Sponsors. Yes. Hit it. <laughs> Who's our first Desired Sponsor? Okay. Our first Desired Sponsor is... Shower notebooks. This is not a real thing, but it needs to be a real thing. Watch, somebody's going to write in and be like, actually, there already are shower notebooks. I have one. I got it on Etsy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but we were talking about how we've been thinking about this um, recording session Mm -hmm. 
and having ideas in our heads um, for the past week or so about it, but all the ideas come either in the car or in the shower. Like, I don't know why, but there's yeah. something about me, like, washing my hair and, like, the motion of, like, I my fingers through my hair. I yes. washing my hair dance. It's, like, it's exquisite. <laughs> you know what it is? I'm channeling right now that scene from the movie Easy A, when uh-huh. she's like, I ain't got a packet, got a packet, but that's like, you got talking about. Yes, that's what I'm channeling right now. Oh, man. Anyway, um. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yes, I think we know our break song. <laughs> um, yes, but I I feel like ideas always come when I'm like washing my hair or whatever. And what am I going to do with that idea while I'm mid-shampoo? Like, whatever. I need a shower notebook that's going to last my shower, like length, the length Time. of my shower. Yeah. And yes, it's does be Does like a Alexa do... I've never tried like Alexa... Write this shit down. <laughs> I hope that our listeners, Alexa's just like turned. I know they just. Alexa, <laughs> what would you like to write down? What, bitch? <laughs> I don't yes. know. Fucking notebook. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with you. I think that that's when I have my best ideas. I used to record a lot of voice notes and then go back and listen to them. Mm-hmm. I could maybe go back to that. Some of them are fucking dumb, but <laughs> they I used were to do there. that with songs. Oh, when yeah. I would like need to write a song, <laughs> so if you go on my voice memos, dude, it's embarrassing. Is it's it all little thing? like ten second clips of me going, "Bitch, we should be supposed to make a new I Got You theme song." Just <laughs> in the beginning, it's, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just that <laughs> trying to remember a melody or whatever, or I know for a fact that there is a voice memo of me when I lost my voice because my voice. The only thing that would come out was, like, the deepest register I've ever had in my oh, life. Uh-huh. And so there is a voice memo right now in my phone of me singing um, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot in the lowest beso profundo voice. Oh I'm telling you, it's nuts. It's like, Swing Low, it's nuts. I can even <laughs> replicate it. I'll show you later. <laughs> swing Low, Sweet Chariot. Oh, my God. Okay. Anywho. So our next desired sponsor is Emotional Support Water Bottles. Um, <laughs> and if if you're listening right now and you look to your left, to your right, in front of you, below you, whatever, and you have uh, some sort of, um, what are they, like hydro flask, mm-hmm. or if it's from Costco, it's like a, a fake hydro flask, <laughs> thermo flask, or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's the same shit. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is from... Marshalls and it's a Hydra Peak. Mm, Get that Hydra Peak. Um. Anyway, this is my emotional support water bottle. Mm. When I leave my house without it, I feel like I'm like like am I going into the Mojave Desert? (laughs) And I don't understand. Um. And I feel like I've become a lot more attached to it in the past few months. Yes. Yeah. Like, and if if it's like about to be empty, I'm like like I low key kind of panic a little. Absolutely. Yeah. So emotional support water bottles. If you make water bottles or if you make stickers for water bottles because right now my water bottle is sticker list mm-hmm. um because my niece and nephews uh told me that th- there's apparently like a particular type of sticker oh, okay and i'm like oh it's not just regular stickers and they're like no there's special ones for the water bottles oh like, i didn't know that oh, excuse me excuse wow. me okay that's um, cool yeah i feel like i have even just like I got a rinky dink water bottle from school um, since we've been back. 
Yeah. And even that has been like, if I don't have it, I feel weird now. And like when it's low, like you said, it's like, I yeah. gotta get, I gotta fill it up, whatever. And I know. I don't know why. It's like <laughs> and, and I feel like I hold it a lot when I'm in meetings and mm. stuff. Like I'll, I'll put my head on top of it. Like, <laughs> but the, your Hydra peak it's so heavy. Hey, get it right. Get it right. I know. It tiene como un agarrado, like a thing. Remember when I used to walk around with that giant one yeah. that was a straight up weapon? It was. It was. Yeah. You were ready to bludgeon. That, that's when I was, that's when <laughs> I was house of hydration. Uh-huh. Um, I don't walk around with that no more because that shit was fucking heavy. Yeah, it looked heavy. It was so heavy. And was that was, a hydro flask? Or was no, it that was not. It, the, eso era del Ross. Oh, okay. Ross flask. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> next. Our next desired sponsor. All right, y'all. This is one of the times when this sponsor just owes us fucking pain and suffering. Our neighbors, um, our neighbors have a dog, and it is a huge, um, what are those, like, German Shepherd? Is that yeah. the kind of dog? Yeah. It's a huge German Shepherd, and pobrecito, it's in, like, a tiny space. It's a beautiful dog, And the yeah. dog's only getting bigger, like, it's, it was there as a puppy, and is now a full-grown-ass German Shepherd in this tiny little enclosure that I've never seen it let out of, which is sad in and of itself. Yeah, I want to take it for a walk. Yeah, me too. It's not the dog's fault, um, but... The first of all, the smell that comes from that place is ridiculous, yeah. and it's embarrassing when people come over and can smell that on their way up to our apartment. Do you I think that like we that. think it's you? Um, that you no, I think you know it's the dog or something, of right? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't think it's. A, no, I think most because that's the second part is that the dog is always barking, and it it barks when, like, it not just at night, it picks. When the moment between, like, the twilight of falling asleep and your eyes closing, oh, like shit. right when eyes close for sleep, burr, 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 like it, I don't know how it knows. There's <laughs> it a camera. It feels like you're about to get yes. some good rem. Yes, it's, it's like, like oh, you you want actually, rem? <laughs> you want rem? <laughs> you're not getting no rem tonight. Um, and so, yeah, my neighbors really just owe me money. And so they're a desired sponsor, too. Yeah. And real talk, <laughs> that dog looks like it's about to jump over. Like, it's ready. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if it just, if it just, like, ran a little bit back and it got some impulso mm-hmm. and then just, like, went, like, I feel like it, w- it would come jump over the here. fence, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I think so, too. So if y'all have any, um solutions for me let me yeah. know maybe this maybe this podcast turns to turns into us asking our listeners for advice <laughs> if you know what to do about a loud neighbor dog please call us i know we have i think one so mind you this dog has been here for years now and at one time it got to be like we weren't sleeping um so i think we tried to like report it or whatever and they sent us a letter and the letter said that they sent them a letter as well um and they said like if it continues you can tell us and like further action but we don't want to like be caring you know that you you, i mean people i know this because my friend um got some she lives in an area that's getting heavily gentrified Mm -hmm. and so these white people like reported her dog. I've been to her house. Her dog, he's just not doing shit. Mm. Está tranquilo. Really? I don't know if they just don't like the dog. <clears throat> they don't like them. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but anyway, apparently they got not only a ticket, but they had to go to court oh, for shit. the dog um, because <clears throat> of the noise. Uh, yeah. Apparently. Um, wow. <laughs> so, you know. But in this case, it could be 
the smell and mm-hmm. the noise and also just like fuck like that's abusive i have a dog bt dub i mm-hmm. i didn't have a dog last time you we hit i have a dog he's my whole life yes. his name is pofi full oh, name pofidio pofidio <laughs> uh, diaz castellon um yes. he is will inherit the terrenos he, okay. he will he will <laughs> take them um and yeah and, and so now that i have pofi i see that pub and i'm like Pup, A, you deserve a better life. Mm-hmm. B, you deserve to not be in your own, like, excrement and stuff like that. Right. Also, you're just, like, a beautiful dog. You deserve, like, a pleasant life. Even yes. if, you, even if you're if you a crusty dog, you deserve a right. pleasant life. Yeah. It's not the dog's fault. We it's be not mad at the, the dog fault. and then have to remind ourselves. It's not your fault. It's not your Damn fault. It. You're, just, you're <laughs> just doing your job. You're just trying to live. Right. <laughs> um... All right, so our, our next desired sponsor, again, is a group of people that owe us money and owe <laughs> residents of the state of California money, which is, who the fuck are these bitches who put on this bitch-ass recall? Oh. Okay, so <laughs> these fools are out here at the Target with the American <clears throat> flags. They're messing up my Target shopping vibe because I off. get there. They're just messing up the vibes. Right. Because they're just out there with their little, their little easy-up tent. <laughs> And collecting signatures and shit. Well, not no more, but but they were doing that mm-hmm. um, to put on this recall of Gavin Newsom. Their reasons, they they don't like that he didn't open up the state early enough. That they they that the, he wasn't down with killing enough people. Which, mind you, the coronavirus has ravaged the state of California, mm-hmm. in particular L.A. Um, and obviously, it's very much along lines of race when we think about right. about who. Um, has been most affected it's people who work in um like pe- people who work in hospitals people who work in in different like service uh jobs right. people who work at factories <clears throat> who just honestly did not have the choice to be able to work from home right. um or be able to, to to properly quarantine and so um yeah so then we got these things in the mail um these ballots in the mail for the governor recall <laughs> and did you see the list of these fools it's like having an open mind uh, bitch. <laughs> so i saw it and i'm like okay i'm obviously gonna vote no on the recall yeah. uh, but i was confused and, and that your husband posted this on on instagram i was confused on what to do of like all right you vote no but then the second one is like pick a person and i was like no like, i don't <laughs> want nobody and so obviously it gives you the opportunity to write in someone but the list is like two pages long really? and it's like de todo Tweety Bird Scooby Doo <laughs> is running fucking okay. Caitlyn Jenner isn't this is how running. Arnold Schwarzenegger got to be the governor Bro, because of a recall this. I, I think I think so I, <laughs> that's what was I was I telling voting me. age when this happened no I don't no, think so I don't remember <laughs> um but yeah, first the the list is super long. The majority of them are either Republicans or people that have no party affiliation, mm-hmm. which I don't know what that means. Right. And like a few Democrats sprinkled here and there. All of their professions are like a saber, whatever. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, this is such a mess. And also just thinking about how much this costs, like how much it costs to put on an election. Right. Um, and honestly it's a little scary right now because when you think about it, it's like a, a lot of people who might look at it and, and might say, like, uh, California is, like, a clearly um, democratic state. Mm-hmm. We're not going to, um, we're not going to, this isn't going to pass or whatever. And then people might not vote, right. might not, you know, mail in their ballots, might not go to right. drop off their ballots. And you know who the fuck is voting? 
these fools that are right there on the 60 freeway mm-hmm. on top with a bunch the of American people. flags yeah. recall Gavin Newsom y que no sé qué. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, busca que hacer. Like, I, I, yo quiero pasar con lampazos and, and with, you know, escobas and shit and just be like, busca que hacer. Because, <laughs> fuck, man. So anyway, bitches who put on this bitches recall, <laughs> that's who we would like to... Um, we're we're not gonna spawn we're we're not gonna give them an ad. Mm-mm. They just owe us money. They owe us money. Yeah, yes. yeah. So they'd be Venmo us. a sponsor like ipso facto. They'd be a yeah, sponsor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's next? Um, I don't know why I said this. I just really love command strips, and okay. I think that How do they you should use be. Them? <laughs> they're very. I mean, they're every renter's friend. They are. Maybe that's why. Also, teachers' friends. Yes, I feel like classrooms friends. are just full of command strips. Yeah. Um, and you would never know because we've like mastered the art of using them. Mm-hmm. Um, before the year start, before the school year started, we needed to get everything like off the walls. So that um, all the painting could get done, and people were having difficulty like getting the command strips off the walls, and yeah. I became the command strip whisperer, dude. Were I don't you know the why. Command strip commander. Yeah. <laughs> I was the command strip commander, going commando. <laughs> um, I didn't have no chonies. They didn't know. At work. <laughs> JK. If my boss is listening, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm but, <laughs> but yeah, it, I like, I don't know why it was so satisfying to me to like just inch my way through that little stretchy, tacky, like backing that comes in. Yeah. The comment. I loved doing it and uh, I got really good at it. And so I was just classroom hopping. And taking everyone's command strips down, and it was great. Were and you I, like knocking? Hello, do you have command <laughs> yeah, strips that need to be removed? I see that you have some holes in the paint. <laughs> Can I help you with that? <laughs> Whatever, yeah. Because people were like, they were trying to do it too hard or too fast, and it yeah. would rip the paint right off. Yeah. And so that's yeah, why I was Don Rafa didn't like them. He would say, "No trae esa cosa aquí." Yeah. Like, yeah, you have to master the art of them. But once you do, it's uh, it's very very satisfying. So yes, yeah, command strips, strips. holla at me. And you can hang whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you, you can hang, uh, uh, you know, one of those floating drawers. Is this... put are These little frames, with, are those put up by command strips? They... I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at this beautiful new installation, art installation <laughs> at Rod and Nathan's place. And it, and it looks, perhaps, command strips might be behind. Could be. We got hooks all over the place for hey. things that we want to hang. Yes. The command strips are great for little hookies. Mm-hmm. Um, so our final desired sponsor is people who sell plants and plant accessories. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not a plant person, but we you, weren't beca- you became a plant person, <laughs> we right? We became a plant person. Okay. We became a plant <laughs> Just <laughs> yes. one? We are one joint plant person because I can't, I can't, I can't by myself. I can't. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I... Like, I've always been really terrified of the idea of keeping plants alive um, because every time I've tried, it has not been successful. So, um, Rod saw these really cool frame things. They look like picture frames, but they have a ledge for a planter to go on them. Um, And so it looks, when you're looking at it straight on, it almost looks like plants are framed on the wall, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. so he saw them and wanted them, which means we needed to get plants. And I was like, okay, we're just going to get the same little plank 
fake plants that we typically get. And he was like, no, I think I want to get real ones. I was like, okay, fine. So we got real plants, um, and they were beautiful. You know how we like the, um, the like jungly green palm yes. frond looking plants, right? So we're not like a, f- a fan of like flowers and things like that, but just like really pretty leaves, just like green plants. We like that. Yeah. Um, so we found some that had those like nice serrated leaves um, with the little holes in them. Uh-huh. And so we're like, great. It was the perfect size, small, you got fits the Swiss in the frame. cheese plants? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. That's and their so scientific name. The Swiss cheese plant. Swiss cheese. And then something mm-hmm. that sounds Latin at the end. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and so we got two of them. We put it in these frames. Yeah, we're good. Um, come to find out, they were not Swiss cheese. They were Monstera plants. Oh. And Monstera plants get humongous. They get huge. So do you see that thing around the corner? Oh. <laughs> that used to be <laughs> over here. <laughs> when I tell y'all that um, these Monstera plants grew so fast and so big that they like could not fit in those planters anymore. So we had to get a new big planter to put them in. Wow. And then we had to buy two new plants to put where these were. Uh-huh. So all of a sudden, we're plant people. And we figured it out. That's how people become plant people. Because yeah. as your plants grow, you have to repot them in yeah. something bigger. And then you have an empty pot that you got to fill with something else. Big. So I feel like people who sell plants and or plant accessories mm-hmm. are, they, they figured it out. <laughs> Mind you, when I asked Nathan, I was like, what do you mean by plant accessories? I'm thinking like, you know how people make those like cute pins, like those enamel pins? <laughs> and so I thought he was talking about like something like that, like an enamel pin with like a plant on it. <laughs> Because people are like, it's yes. like part of people's identity. Like, okay. I'm a plant person. Yeah. And then if you're not, it's it's like a, it's like, like you say your zodiac sign and then are you a plant person? Right. Like I, this is my first time admitting that I'm not a plant person. Yeah. And so. You just came out. I'm not a hater, but I just, like, I, I don't, whatever. I, I know. But I enjoy seeing them. Yes, I, they're beautiful. I enjoy like. You know, living where there are plants, I just don't have the discipline to mm-hmm. take care of them. Um, but when I asked Nathan, <laughs> I was like, what do you mean by accessories? Like, little things. And he was like, you know, soil, uh, <laughs> pots. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I don't know. Are there, is there another phrase for what those are called? I, I don't know. I actually feel like you might be right. It just seems I don't know. So weird. Um, cool so listen as we were thinking about this we were thinking like we're just going to ask each other what are your thoughts on blank and then we're going to discuss and the thoughts might be quote-unquote controversial mm-hmm. i don't know why i said quote-unquote. <laughs> I, just, I hear why people say that and i don't know how to use it correctly no. No, Bitch. decolonize your vocab. What? Why? T- I don't know. So, if you're an English teacher or husband of uh, Nathan, um, if you know, like, what is the correct way to use quote unquote? And and I I feel like it's just all wrong. I it's just wrong. I'm not supposed to say that. Um, Anyway, so we might have thoughts that are controversial or varying. We might agree. We might disagree. Mm -hmm. We might change our minds right after this episode or whatever. (laughs) So just, you know, and if you're going to come for us, come for us. I I don't care. Yeah. So how about we Mm -hmm. take a little break? Yes. And then when we come back, we're just going to ask each other. I forgot that we fucking took breaks. (laughs) 
during this podcast. Oh yes, my God. we get a little break for that ass, yes. and then when we come back, we're just gonna ask each other thoughts about random shit. So stay tuned. Yay! We are back. Thanks for coming back with us. You know, sometimes people sometimes leave people at intermission, leave. you know? People leave. That's yeah. rude. If you if you left during the break, you're rude. I don't know what to tell you. That was a rude thing to do. Come here, you said Bernie Sanders. Is it stay home if you sick? Come over if you thick. <laughs> Bernie Sanders? <laughs> he says that. He wrote it on a chalkboard in a kid's classroom. Oh, memes. The internet be winning, man. The internet just be winning. All right. What's the first thing that we want our thoughts okay. on? I want to know your thoughts on... Okay. I don't know if you've noticed this. And I could just mm-hmm. be making this up in my head. But I feel like something that I've noticed is happening more and more frequently is um, white musicians... Mm-hmm. Um, getting paid um, for using Latin beats. Mm. Like for making music that is like a Latin song, but like Latin artists aren't getting paid for the same things. Mm. Like, do you remember when Despacito came out? And like, we all loved it, right? How long ago was that? It was so long ago. Um, And then... Justin Bieber got put on the remix and that song blew up. Yeah. Like it was like the hottest song in the world for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Shawn Mendes is on a whole ass Vallenato right now. Yeah. Again, same kind of deal. Like it's not his original song, mm-hmm. um, but it's the remix. Um, and people put him on and again, the song blew up. Like that's how I heard the song. I didn't hear it before he was on it. Um, Shawn Mendes' ancestors are from... Portugal? Oh, I have no idea. Maybe. Something? Maybe. Not Latino. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just hear that a lot. And then on, um, it's not even just like Latin beats, like Afro beats. Also, yes. um, the latest episode of The Read, they were talking about how um, Wizkid, you know Wizkid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, love Wizkid, Wizkid yeah. Um, but I guess he put Justin Bieber on something recently mm-hmm. and it blew up too. And it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. It just, and Justin B- they were also talking about Justin Bieber being mad that he didn't get nominated. Um, like that, that his album was classified as pop and not R&B. Oh, not R&B. Yeah. It's like, sit <laughs> your up. ass down. Yes. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. What are your thoughts on this? I mean, listen, I feel like a lot of things can boil down to, like, what's at fault? Capitalism. What's at fault? <laughs> Colonialism. Right. What's at fault? Anti-blackness. So I think I think in many ways, my, my thoughts go hand in hand with, like, I feel like J Balvin and a lot of other people have also hijacked and tried to um, profit off of... Um, historically black music mm-hmm. have, have tried to profit off also of black creators right. um, and their beats, their creations, all kinds of stuff and their, their genres in many ways. So thinking about the roots of reggaeton and um, seeing that they give 
little to no acknowledgement of that. Also, thinking about who's profiting off of that, it's white Latinos. And so I think the reason why these white artists are are brought in and and are are so like celebrated because i'm thinking about so like sean mendes the the collaboration was with camilo Mm -hmm. i think and then justin bieber con quien it it was was it just a despacito song or has he done anything else the whiz kid one okay yeah and so but in particular with with um latino artists i think it's celebrated in many ways because loki is the same shit it's just you know, white people with a little bit of sazon. That, that's what <laughs> who this is. And so I think, um, I think that's what that what's at the root of it. I think it's not, I mean, they're going to want to make profit off of it. Mm-hmm. That That's, that's the, the whole point. Um, I personally, um, I'm not going to lie. I actually, I, I actually like the Sean Mendes verse in, in the Camilo <laughs> song. Like I, I thought it was catchy. It was mm-hmm. fun. Um, but I, it also makes me wonder about, Again, all these other artists who are out there making good music, making good things, who could perhaps be brought on to collaborate in some of these songs and get their names out there and be able to get like top hits with mm-hmm. killer talent. So, right. I mean, that's just something to think about. I obviously I don't work in the music industry, <laughs> right. but when I think about it, it's like I'm guilty of liking this shit. I'm mm-hmm. guilty of liking some of the Justin Bieber songs. Mm-hmm. Like it's I I like the way it sounds or yeah. whatever. I'm not gonna pick it over like like a actual whiskey right. album or like a, a a bunch of other stuff that mm-hmm. that I listen to, but um or like different artists that um within Afrobeat, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I just, I mean, what was my opinion at, at this point is like, white people going to white and <laughs> white Latinos going to white Latino. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's I feel you. Thought. Yeah, I think my thoughts are very similar. I um, I think my biggest gripe with all of it is that oftentimes, especially when like songs that white people come on to are featured on are like a remix. So there's like original version and oh, right, the remix yeah. version. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes it's the remix version that gets to my ears first. And that's what I have the problem with. And I feel like that is like rooted in capitalism. Like you were saying, like we can make more money if we bring this artist in this like very marketable, already famous, probably Mm -hmm. already white artist. Right. And so that's why those things make it to, um, listeners ears first. And it's like, well, why is that? You know, if the song was a good song already, you know, we just have mm-hmm. a feature on it. Like, why is it that the original never made it right. as like mainstream, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. It sucks. I think like, I think we've talked before about like crossover and mainstream music and what does that mean um, for like Latinx artists. And I think that some of that has some of the, some of the like American artists being featured on Spanish language music or whatever has mm-hmm. made it so that like, reggaeton is played on fucking kiss fm now yeah. like you know what i mean there's a journey of the 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 music and where it where it's played and who listens to it and whatever um so like maybe that's just a part of it like maybe it's becoming more natural but mm-hmm. i don't know it feels like any minute now we're just gonna see um it's not gonna be features anymore like it's gonna just gonna be white people with full-on reggaeton beats and whatever and i'm be like what what happened yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. i don't know so i'm also not like the gatekeeper of like Latin music, so imagine whatever. But imagine if I was the king. Imagine you were one of the Stefans and shit. <laughs> no pasarás. Yeah. <laughs> if only. Okay. Um. So the next one is this is something that 
recently happened was it like yesterday yeah. or the day before something like that but um only fans removing uh sexually explicit content mm-hmm. um yeah i i mean i have thoughts <laughs> i have thoughts so yeah i think i have well my only thoughts is that <laughs> is my only thoughts are that a people were making money and like mm-hmm. like bank like there were some people making like millions off of OnlyFans. Dope, yeah. And yeah, like if you were especially if you were a sex worker before the pandemic and mm-hmm. then needed to like figure shit out, um, that sucks, right? Um, yeah. But then also my my other thought is like, what does OnlyFans think it is? Yeah. Like. <laughs> In my brain, OnlyFans is a porn site. Like that—that's what I thought. So, but if, I know other people are just on there. Like, I don't—I don't know talking. Are, but if are people going to their only like subscribing to things that are not sex on OnlyFans? I don't know. No that can't be their biggest market. No. <laughs> at least, if, if there are other things on OnlyFans, it's for sure not. Are they still on. considering? I mean, I'm curious as to like what do they consider sexually explicit because I'm, I'm also thinking about like folks who um are catering to like fetish community so like mm. are, are they now blocking like feet things or mm. you know what i mean because th- yeah. i mean it's it's sexual it's mm-hmm. it, that, that's what it's meant to be but it's not necessarily like mm-hmm. people's i think genitalia. it's just weenies and yeah. stuff <laughs> yeah just just the franks and beans uh, i think yeah no i agree with you I, I think it fucking sucks i think that um i also wonder what's behind it i'm, I'm, I'm wondering about like who are the powers that be behind right. this only fans thing yeah um i also think it's a continuation of of an attack on on sex workers in particular like young folks of color and, and you know folks of um like folks that 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 have bodies that are not traditionally seen in in mm-hmm. in like you know per, highly produced porn yeah. or in other things um so i'm thinking a lot about like how that has been like that, that it's opened the door for people to people with disabilities fat people people of color to be able to um share their work and be able to, to, to survive and be able to do this. And, um, I don't really like the, I feel like I've heard some people sometimes are like, Oh, people do it just to, just to make ends meet or just to survive. I'm like, honestly, like it's sex work is work. And Mm -hmm. it's, um, and there's folks who, who do it for these reasons. There's also folks who do it because they enjoy it. Mm -hmm. The same exact reason why people are in our fields. Like I'm more than certain that there are people that I work with that don't necessarily enjoy what they're doing, but they do it to live. Um, and so I'm looking at that and I'm like, what the fuck is the afan, the, the like obsession with, um, digging into the ins and outs of sex workers finances Mm. or of, um, their desires to do things or their content or the way that they produce their content. Um, and so, yeah, I think, yeah, I think OnlyFans what the fuck is your problem yeah yeah Yeah, i was talking to rod about it and i was like what do i refuse to believe that someone just had this like epiphany of conscience where they were like "Mm, i don't think that i should have a 
a website that has sex on it. Like, I don't think that somebody just all no, of a sudden had th- moral this is some, or some some board meeting bullshit. Right. Some... But then mm-hmm. I remembered what happened with Tumblr, and I'm wondering if it's the oh. same thing. Do you remember what happened with Tumblr? I was never on Tumblr, but I remember hearing like murmurs of it. So I was what on happened? Tumblr for porn. <laughs> okay. I want to okay. make sure people understand. Tumblr was the same deal. Like, at some point, it was blogs and shit and mm-hmm. transitioned into porn and oh almost became like exclusively that um okay and I and it was f- it would but tumblr was always free it was free yeah. okay it was free and i think like certain content creators could have like subscription type of things but oh, okay it was like to other pages like linked and oh, okay um but yeah i think what happened with tumblr is that um, minors started to post sexually explicit things. Oh, And yeah. I think that's what started happening is that they didn't have a way to control what minors were posting and it became too many minors and maybe even like like very creepy shit being posted on Tumblr to the mm-hmm. point where like people were going to Tumblr for those things and it, it became a very, like they just had to get rid of anything sexually explicit to avoid minors being exposed on it. Do you think that that might be like, I don't know. I wonder. I wonder. But I, I feel like they would have said some shit. And also, there's so many... There, I feel like OnlyFans has so many more controls. First of all, you can't, like, just... It's not Tumblr, so it's not, like, an open... Right, yeah. Whatever. Don't you have, you have to pay to, to access mm-hmm. people's accounts or whatever. And so right. I feel like there's, there's ways for them to control a lot more of that. I'm also thinking about how much censorship we see on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, for things that are not necessarily explicit, for example, thinking about creators of color who are talking about, um, about all kinds of stuff, who are talking about, you know, abuse of power, who are talking about all kinds of, even conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. all kinds of shit. <laughs> and their, their shit gets taken down all the time. Mm-hmm. I even heard, um, I follow the, the are you on clean talk? No, I don't think I am. Bro. I'm on like soothing talk, which oftentimes will have those really like satisfying videos of people cleaning things, like slowly wiping some mugre mm. off, but yeah. not full on. No, clean talk. I'm on like <laughs> they tell you the type of dawn you should be buying, like the, like I know about the special sprays and shit, like all of that. Um, even I even heard one of the creators there, like in her voiceover, she was like, "I hope this one doesn't get taken down." And I'm like, "What? You're washing dishes? Like, what is, <laughs> what is the thing? Like, yeah. I do any of her dishes say like anarchy and shit? Like, I have no idea." So anyway, all that to say, I feel like it's some shit, and I wonder, I wonder what's behind it. Mm-hmm, I wonder, too. I also wonder whose big money's behind it too. For sure, definitely wonder that. Yeah. Um. I want to know your opinion on, well, I guess since we're on the topic of TikTok, I want to know what your thoughts are on your TikTok algorithm and Uh whether it like accurately represents you or not. 100%. Dude, what is with the accuracy of the TikTok algorithm? I mean, it obviously doesn't start that way. When you're starting off, you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it's weird. I feel like I have zero videos of people dancing. Very few of them. (laughs) Um, My TikTok algorithm. I am on uh, trauma TikTok. (laughs) Like literally every therapist. Trauma talk. I'm on trauma talk. Um, For example, like the other night I I counted, I was like TikTok scrolling and um, I was on for, I don't don't even know, I, I lose track of time, but 
at least within within the first like 20 minutes I counted at least 10 of those videos of people talking to their inner child that shit fucks me up oh, have wow. you seen those yes they're deep too they're deep they're yes deep. and i'm yeah. there and i'm like oh my it's God. a lot of queer people yes like oh. no it never went away like that one? Oh yes. my god i'm like oh my god <laughs> oh, mio. and right. so anyway so i'm definitely on trauma talk i'm on clean talk what else am I on? I'm on like all the funny like Latino mm-hmm. whatever. I'm I'm on that. I'm also on puppy and cat talk. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. I'm also on um, people who live in places that like you wouldn't necessarily see. I, I mean, so all like for example. People who live in like really remote parts of like Alaska or mm. Iceland yeah. or like Tibet, like all kinds of stuff. I'm on that TikTok. Mm. So then they'll take you through like the day in the life. I love that shit, man. <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow. I'm also on, am I on conspiracy theory talk? A little bit, not so much. I see some of those. Yeah. That's, that's but the But like talk funny on. ones, not like political, weird, like. Anti-vax ones or whatever. Oh, no. I'm, I'm definitely not an anti-vax. So thank God. I'm on making fun of anti-vax talk. That, that shit is hilarious. Sure. That shit is hilarious. For sure. Yeah. What, what's your algorithm? Oh, what my goodness. Um, lots of singing. Definitely on singing talk. Um, and I love... I mean, some of it is just people, people singing their ass off. And mm-hmm. I'm just... So many times I'm listening to people sing on TikTok and I... I'm audibly listening. Like, I'm like, mm. Like, mm-hmm. I, that kind of noise comes out of me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, just me fucking moaning at people singing. <laughs> um, so that for sure. Uh, the other ones that have started to get kind of weird are, like, weird animal things. Um, like, <laughs> most recently, I've have you ever seen the videos of people um, either replacing or doing some kind of work on horses, um, like horseshoes and like their, their hooves. You've sent me some of those. I have? I think. Dude. Either you've sent me some or because we send each other things, it's come <laughs> up I'm on sorry. my feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I've infected it's fine. Your no, it's, it's good. Shoes. I see it and I'm like, wow. It's so soothing. I think yeah. that's what it is, is like the soothing videos, mm-hmm. anything that happens in some kind of specific order um whatever anything that's like visibly pleasing to the eye like i love that shit and for some reason them like getting all the mugre out of a mm-hmm. horse's feet it's so weird um but they do it with like these special tools in a very specific order and they cut different things and you're like mm-hmm. that's not hurting them but it's like their big old toenails is it basically. not hurting them? it's not which is like okay. great and the other weird animal thing is um shearing sheep it's a what? yes just like Basically, I'm taking, like, like with clippers and, like, shaving the sheep, the wool off of the... Ay, purecito. Does no, it hurt them? No, they love it. It's soothing for them because they grow super, super thick and they get hot. So, in, like, summers, they have to be sheared every year. And that's what a lot of wool, all wool clothing is made of yeah. is the stuff that they take from them. But they have to do it in a very specific order. They don't cut them? Like, no, the shears are not, like, fucking great clips shears. Yeah, that's what I was like. No, was they're, like, they're special shears y'all for it. Y'all bleeding in the face sometimes. <laughs> What's happening? They do, the way that they, like, position them, I'm like, that looks uncomfortable comfortable but the lady always says like they're fine whatever they always say it mm-hmm. um 
But that's what she says. But the sheep don't. <laughs> they didn't say it. <laughs> the, sheep, the sheep's just. What do the sheep like, <laughs> have to say? Right. I don't know. How does she know if they feel pain or not? But the way that they do it, they like apparently the wool is more valuable or whatever mm-hmm. if they can get it all off in like one piece. So this is like like a a body, like an animal's body, and somehow. There's, you know, there's crevices mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. in there, and they get it off in one piece, and so they have to do it in one. Imagine how soothing it is <laughs> to so see this So happen. that's like when you peel a cutie, and it's just like yes. One, yes. one thing? But imagine getting around arms and legs and the head and the tail wow. and still do it. Like, yes. It's so cool. It's so cool. So, yeah, weird animal shit. And then just a lot of gay boy things. Typical gay yeah, boy things. <laughs> I feel you. I forgot to say, I'm also on, like, gordita talk so mm-hmm. all like gordita fashion people talking about fat phobia i'm on all of that yeah i'm That's on all up. of that oh yeah. and murders murders yeah like people because i mm, murders oh like murder cases yes got you why did i freeze i was like mm. <laughs> I don't know. It's not like I'm murdering people. (laughs) That's what I. That's what you watching people get murdered on TikTok. No, what the fuck? No, that's why I pause because I'm like, oh my god, (laughs) like literally the dread of people thinking that I'm on like how to murder somebody Mm. TikTok. No, I'm on true crime, true Mm -hmm, crime, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, uh, TikTok, but in particular true true crime TikTok that's run by mostly women of color, Mm. and a lot of them are talking about how white. Um, true crime like podcast art and I'm like yes that's so true mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes I'm listening to them and they're like and then they slashed her her head or whatever and then they'll be like did you try that new flavor on Salton Star and I'm like bitch show some respect this person just got slashed like damn for real oh my god so anyway mm-hmm. that TikTok I'm okay. on that yeah I think the most recent ad to my algorithm, I don't know. I'm starting to see them like sneak in there. Can you tell when something new starts? Yeah, to when they're, when they're like, let's see if this uh-huh. like this. I think it's like paranormal oh, stuff, and I'm starting to get a little freaked out by it. Like I like saw one earlier. It's like full on like poltergeist like shit. Like, watch. You know how <laughs> you hear the voice that um reads out loud the captions or whatever. Oh, yeah, So yeah, that yeah. lady will come up and she'll be like, watch for the black mask that comes up and then pulls the girl out of bed. And it does. There's Hell a black mask, no. pulls her out of bed, and then, like, there's a vacuum levitating, and it's all happening in the middle of the night on, like, those nighttime goggle-looking lens filter thing. And so it's scary, and I'm, like, I'm so intrigued by that shit, but I'm also spooked, and I don't think I... I, I don't think I can do it. I don't know. Mm, <laughs> so that's no, starting to creep in. no, 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 no. <laughs> Phone, delete that thought. For real. Don't be throwing no, no scary ghosts, things. Please. <laughs> Anyways. Um next one. What are your thoughts on Crocs? <laughs> now just I, I want the <laughs> listeners to know that I'm currently standing up because the chair fucks with my sciatica. And so um and I'm currently standing, and I'm ready to throw hands because I am wearing Crocs right now with charms. The little charms. I have a Holy Ghost charm. I have a pineapple charm. I have a stars charm, avocado charm. Is that the the more you know star thing? I think it is. That's no, cool. it was just there. It's, it's the Marca Crocs. Orange, 
banana, rainbow, <laughs> and fruit salad. Sandia. Yummy, yummy. Yes. What are your thoughts on Crocs? <sighs> um, she has like her fist up. <laughs> I don't like them. <laughs> Me I don't. I'm just going to be honest and say that I've never liked Crocs. And I really thought that... I thought people were, like, kidding with them. Like, I thought it was a joke at first and that it wasn't going to, like, really become a thing. Mm -hmm. And then it started to become a thing and I still, like, don't understand it. Like, I still feel like people are, like... I'm being funny. Like, have you seen my Crocs? Like, I'm a comedian. I'm a foot comedian because, because look at my, my funny shoes. Like, I don't know. It, they don't feel real. I know. I sound like a fucking hater or whatever. But, no, like, no, no, this is... this. It's always been a thing that I I just didn't understand. I still yeah. don't. I don't understand Crocs. I don't think I'll ever... I So, I, I used to be a Croc hater, too. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm telling you now, as a person who has converted... Um, <laughs> I my mom was a big croc user. Um We had to take her to a center. <laughs> Poor puppy. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, okay. So my mom, when my mom used to work in the dental office, uh, so this is when I was like in college, I think. Um, my mom had all kinds of crocs. She had all the charms. She had croc chanclas, croc flats, croc crocs, croc platform crocs, croc, all the crocs. Platforms? And then, bruh. And she would like buy people crocs when she would go to Nicaragua. She'd be like, oh, I bought you these crocs. And people love them. Yeah. Um, and I remember I was like, I hate these shoes. Like, I was like, they look kind of cute on my mom because my mom has tiny feet. Mm. And I'm like, it doesn't, she doesn't look like Patolona. Like, um, so I, I looked wild with these, with, I, or I assumed that I would look wild and I did look wild. And I'm going to tell you when my mom, when I was living in Nicaragua, I told my mom, mom, I need some rain boots because when um, I had to go teach at my at my school, I had to jump on, on one of the trucks and there was like lodo everywhere, dude. And I was just in my little chunty vans. Like, <laughs> so then they just smelled like butt all the time. Mm. I had to wash them like all the time. And I was like, dude, I really need botas de ule, but because um, stay home if you sick, come over if you thick because I'm thick. <laughs> None of the botas that they sell in Nicaragua would fit. Mm. So I was like, Mom, I need some like plus size, you know, mm. rain boots, right? Yeah. She was like, Say no more. <laughs> so she goes to the croc tienda. I didn't ask. I told her, like, I don't know. Do they sell them at Torrid? I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, so she goes and she gets me some plus size um, croc botas in bright ass red mm. and mind you they're in the shape of the crocs too so like the like the thick ass front that looks like like a like a duck mm -hmm. and i was like these are embarrassing and she <laughs> sent and she sent them with i don't know with who maybe with my dad a family member or somebody i was so embarrassed when i opened it because mind you my feet are big and then these crocs are bright red and their boots and their crocs you were looking like boots from I was, yes <laughs> i was like what the fuck and so i was like man i hate these but i had to wear them like i will i had to um, so anyway i still had to use those when we lived in miami and we needed them then but now 
You know, this pandemic, I one, I haven't worn makeup since since March of <laughs> 2020. Right. Um so now I'm just like a bitch is about comfort. Yeah. And so the way my feet feel does a little dance. <laughs> the way my feet feel right now also also that's I I think it's homophobic that you don't like Crocs. <laughs> what? Because Kaylani wears them. Oh. Okay. And she and she she's promoting them. She's promoting uh-huh. these really cute teal ones. And they have charms. They do have charms, which is very so, gay. So like it's homophobic. Well, of me. It's homophobic, Nathan. Do you remember when Bad Bunny came out with his and they were like oh, super yeah. expensive and you couldn't yeah. find them anywhere? And I was like, I didn't think they were cute. They were really like white. Doing, yeah. They like glowed in the dark or something. Like whatever that glow in the dark color is, not cute. Uh, <laughs> no. I want I want the Kelani Crocs. They're cute? Cause Kelani cute. Oh, I got yeah. you, I got you. Yeah, I mean I'm not a crack believer, um, or a crack user. Like <laughs> she was but, a big crack user. But like, um, you know, maybe in the future. Okay. Do you ever put them in X Games mode? They're always in X Games yeah. mode. <laughs> You're just ready to take off. I'm ready. <laughs> I keep them like that because I don't like sliding out of them. And mm. Puffy, man, he just be bolting. So mm. I need to keep him in sports mode. That's for sure. <laughs> Modo serio. <laughs> right. All right. What's next? Um. Let's see. Do you want to go here or end here? Let this is controversial. Yeah. Let's do okay. It. Go you might it. want to square up with me. <laughs> Go, because I'm the one who asked you about the your okay. thoughts on Crocs. All right. Well, um, Dorenice, I would like to know your opinion on Lynn manuel Miranda. Um, I feel like um, you might have some thoughts. I, if y'all haven't noticed, I'm kind of obsessed with a little musical slash movie called In the Heights. And have been for forever. I even threw a little body for it um, <laughs> when the movie came out. Um, that party was next level. Yeah, that party was, was freaking dope. beautiful. I I was very happy with it. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so I don't know. I'm interested to hear what you think. What you think? Listen. <laughs> I don't like lemon. <laughs> but I think, so let me preface this by, I'm not really a big musicals person. Mm-hmm. Never been. Um, and so I, I see that as in like, I, I understand why I don't enjoy musicals. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not my thing. I, I don't know. But, but I, like, I feel like it's, it's an art. It's fucking beautiful, but I'm not going to be like, Oh my God, I'm going to, you know, yeah. pay to see this. I still have not been able to sit through all of Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Cause okay. when I started it, like it, it, it's, it's hard for me to rationalize the, cause I'm sitting there and I'm like, these are, this is a story of these, these white people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I'm not inspired. Right. And they're um, all rapping. And <laughs> yeah. And I also just have, like, I feel like people just go too hard. Like people use them as motivational songs. Mm. For like events, uh, professional I, I events, and I'm like, shut <laughs> the fuck up! Like I'm just like, stop! Like yeah, it, yeah. It, it's no. I feel you. Um, and so I feel like I that, that like I, I I didn't like Hamilton, but also that's not his only body of work. I also feel like yo, there are other people, other really talented folks, and I feel like once, 
Um, he did Hamilton. Girl, he is everywhere. So all of a sudden, he's on some shit. Like Disney Plus, it's like mm-hmm. they just that's the one Latino. So yeah. like <laughs> any movie that they're putting out for that's like Latino ish or even non, they're like Le Manuel Miranda. Like the w- the movie in, uh, is it called Encanto? The new one that's gonna come out. It's a, it's based in Colombia. Oh yeah, Lin Manuel Miranda is not Colombian. <laughs> Do you understand the level of talent that exists in the country of Colombia? Colombia? Yeah, you're right. And you had to pick fucking Lin Manuel Miranda, mm-hmm. who then had to go do his own little light research. I, right. And here's the thing. Here's what I don't like about... It's not like you said, little light research. <laughs> <laughs> he had to do his little light research. <laughs> Which sounds appropriate. Right. Little light, little, little. Um, his little, little, come the little research. Um, it's so... Yeah, so I, I feel like that's the thing that I don't that I don't like. And I also feel like he doesn't necessarily elevate, you know, voices of, of other of other Latino creators, mm-hmm. um, creatives in many ways. I I also feel like when I watched in the Heights, I felt like the 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 character was Navi, I'm just like, dude, first of all, you're not Dominican yourself. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I felt like it, it felt very caricaturish and and um I just kept thinking like, dude, like Hire somebody mm. that knows about this and, mm. and have it be outside of your imagination uh, because you're about to have a limited imagination around what the what the experience is for folks. And, and, and the thing is, like, that's not it's not bad that you don't know. You don't have to be a fucking expert right. on all things from all Latino countries. But just know that other people are right. and that they could be brought in and that they could be able to create these things and and and. And honestly, just make it more beautiful, more fruitful, more authentic yeah. in many ways. And so I think that that's my beef with Lin Manuel Miranda, that I feel like he's he's the one that they go to. And I'm just like, yeah, tu. like it, it's a it's a lot of other folks. I also have heard a lot of things of, um, you know, there was um, a lot of controversy around um, the lack of Afro Latino uh, actors in, in in the heights and and then and some of the the white latino actors in in the heights being like they're just what they just weren't they just weren't good enough mm-hmm. and i'm like stick it up your ass that's yeah, not true that's that is not true um so yeah there's there's some thoughts yeah there's some thoughts but i feel you um i actually don't have that differing of thoughts okay. about him i mean i stand in the heights Mm-hmm. Not Lin Manuel Miranda, like, right, 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 you know I mean? right. Like yeah. that as a play. Um, and I tell this story all the time, but like I, everything about who I am at my core says that I should love musical theater, mm. and I haven't always. Mm. And it wasn't until in the Heights that I realized why. Like I've always seen musicals that everybody loves, and that the the musical theater like geeks rally around, and I'd be like, that's corny. Like what is it even about? And I can't relate to that. And what? Like I just didn't like it. Which ones? Like like Wicked and stuff like that. No, I love Wicked. But... <laughs> no, 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 that was the first. <laughs> um, no, like the old like Les Mis and oh, Cats yeah, yeah. and like the the Cats like was fucking scary, like dad. the original yeah. yeah those like original traditional Broadway like buff type of things. Um, I never liked like any of them. Um, but yeah, and when In the Heights came out. Um, took my family to see it. Uh, my mom and my sisters all went to the theater and 
we laughed, we cried, and mm-hmm. the white lady behind me tapped me on the shoulder and asked me what they were saying, and I was like, figure it out. And it was my first That's time fun. that like I was like, this is for us. Like I've yeah. never experienced that. Um, and because so much of it was Puerto Rican um, or like Caribbean, whatever, like it really, it spoke to us so much. And I remember... Um, I had gone to that theater before, and intermission always looks the same. It's always a sea of white people going to get wine. Like, Mm, that's what intermission mm -hmm. looks like, and then you come back to your seat or whatever. But this intermission was everyone from our hood. Like, we, the the fucking theater was brown as fuck, and everybody was just talking about how amazing this is, and we're dancing and singing to the songs already. Mm -hmm. And it was people from from church and from, you know, mommy's salsa days and whatever. Like, it's those people I grew up with were at the theater. And that was amazing. So I think it's stuff like that, like that kind of representation for me and music musical theater as a whole like struck a chord and I realized like this is what I was missing from the thing that I should have been loving this whole time yeah and um and yeah so that's why I've always loved like in the heights um and I've always been like fuck Hamilton (laughs) Hamilton has nothing on in the heights Mm -hmm. in my humble opinion but um I think it's because it's about white people and white people loved it that it got the accolades that it did but in the heights came first um, that's true <laughs> so yeah but um yeah i agree that uh lean is not um what's the phrase like looking back or pulling up or there's a phrase for like when you are supposed to like bring up people with you oh, or yeah. like keep the door open behind you or whatever you know what yeah, i mean yeah. like i don't feel like there's a lot of that happening Um, and there needs to be from him because he has become like the resident Latino in the musical theater world. And you're right. Like there's so many other people who can be doing those things. And like Mm -hmm. the movie Vivo is about Cuba. This other one's about Colombia. Like it's happening about all these other places that you're not the resident expert in. Like just because you're. He's on Vivo too. Yeah. He's the monkey. He's the main guy. And it was him. I believe that wrote it, you know? Um, and we watched it and we cried and it was beautiful but yeah. could someone else have done that like absolutely <laughs> absolutely right mm-hmm. um so yeah it's not that he is not brilliant i don't deny him of his mm-hmm. talent at at, great, at yeah. all i just uh yeah i think that he needs mm-hmm. to start opening doors yeah well. I, I mean the last thing i'll say is that i think his raps are corny <laughs> i think he's corny yeah um, they're palatable yeah. <laughs> that's the problem with them i feel you those are my thoughts. Cool. All right. So the last thing that we're going to talk about. Um, so last thing I want to know is what are your thoughts on uh, places, governments, whatever, um, requiring proof of vaccination before people enter or like are a part of something? Hmm. Um, I think I'm not 100%, but I'm like... 82% sure that I'm all about it. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm still forming an opinion on it because I am not yet well-versed. Not versed or well-versed. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the ways that uh, people are marginalized by that. And I'm sure there are. Like, I'm sure mm-hmm. there are people who, um, I don't know, are losing different things because they can't get vaccinated for different, like, medical reasons or whatever. And then... Mm-hmm. I don't know what they don't have access to. Yeah. Um, so because I'm, I'm not educated on that part, I'm not 100. But as of right now, um, 
at, at least in like Southern California, it's just been like the bars. <laughs> like that's the only place I've seen um, start to like require proof of vaccination before mm-hmm. entering. And I'm like, girl, if you're not vaccinated, and like there's Delta variant and whatever, like shouldn't you be going to the bars anyway? Like I don't know. I just I I feel like anything that can be a um, like a carrot for people to mm-hmm. get vaccinated is cool by me yeah so yeah i think i'm i'm about it what do you think um i was listening to again alexa (laughs) uh and they were talking about this student i think um universities some i don't know if all but in particular they were talking about a case of a loyal marymount um student who is suing lmu for requiring proof of vaccination and it's very clear like the student's reason why he's like hey my civil liberties and mm. and i'm like bitch um <clears throat> and they they were talking about like an overwhelming amount of students who are going back to school are fine with the requirement of, of the vaccination and i think right. the reason why i'm all for it <clears throat> is one because it's 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 not like if you're not vaccinated there's not an alternate option for you the alternate option is that you continuously get tested and so they have like um like a system where you i I don't know how often you would get tested in some schools it would be weekly depending on how often you're on campus whatever Mm -hmm. it might be and so um i think as long as there is another option for people to use for for folks who perhaps have not been have not gotten vaccinated yet there's some folks who for example are being told by their doctors that they need to wait a set number of months if they've gotten uh covid mm-hmm. um and they need to wait before getting vaccinated right. um or if they have <clears throat> allergies or whatever some sort of negative reaction and they need to pause mm-hmm. whatever there is an alternate option. Yeah. I think for me, as long as there's an alternate option that doesn't include you just signing a paper that says, like, I'm not going to do it, um, I'm right. all for it. I, I, I think I feel a lot more peace of mind mm-hmm. um, entering places that they require proof of vaccination. Um, I also think that there needs to be, I, I think they're cracking down a little bit more on people who are, like, faking the vaccination yes. cards and oh stuff um people at like pharmacies nurses are like selling that shit that's so fucked up it's so um fucked up. you hear about like the nurse that. who injected people with saline yes the fuck because she was worried about losing her job like you don't think that this was going to make you lose what is your, your job? problem like I, I that's something <laughs> that i don't understand like it is your job to vaccinate people right. and you went out of your fucking way to find some saline mm-hmm. or something right. else <laughs> it's not pedialyte but still that's the only thing i can think of a sweater <laughs> um and so I, I'm just looking at that. And I'm just like I I don't understand it. I I also don't understand. Like I feel like when, um, when different government officials have been posting about this on on Instagram and they'll say like, hey, the, now these places are requiring proof of vaccination. The comment section is a hot ass fucking mess. Mm-hmm. Everybody's. This is how it starts. We're all sheep, and it's oh gonna. My this God, is the, the sheep thing. The sheep thing, which I'm like. <sighs> Mira, borrego. Like I don't know, the the sheep thing. What else? The the like the churches, mm-hmm. man. The evangelical churches, the conservative evangelical churches, have done some bullshit mm-hmm. when it comes to this. Have done some bullshit both politically and also just health wise. And yeah. I'm thinking about how many people, um, folks that I used to go to church with, mm-hmm. passed away 
because of this. Yeah. And um, I'm thinking about folks that I know now that had to be hospitalized multiple times because they refused to get vaccinated. Right. And apenas salieron, ahora sí, ahora sí. Mm. And I'm like, come, like, yep. uh, yes, go get vaccinated. Thank God right. <laughs> that like you're alive and you can go, go ahead and get that. But I'm looking at this and I'm just like, y'all, like... For once, can you think about not just your fucking self? Right. Um, also, for once, can you not think that everything is cosa del diablo? Satana va a venir aquí. Like, to, like it doesn't... Um, this is not the mark of the beast. Because if it is, what's, what's the... Like, it's in your blood. Right. Gastuvo. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, they're tracking us. Your phone already does that, honey. Right. Like, I don't understand <laughs> how to tell real. you. Like, <laughs> your phone real. already fucking does it. And I don't see you throwing your iPhone into the ocean. Exactly. You know? So, yes. anyway... <laughs> Those are our thoughts. Yeah, I'm not... I, uh, blech. I I feel like I have tried my hardest. This whole time, like, for the last year and a half, I've been trying very hard to hold space for people who have fear or, like, apprehension about vaccines mm-hmm. and whatever because there's so much trauma with this country and vaccines yeah. and medicine and who and access and yeah. uh, even fucking experiments and exactly. all kinds of things there's all, yeah. so there's a lot there and I understand and people's nerves valid as fuck. yeah it's valid yeah. very valid and I've been trying to make space for that what I can't make space for is people who turn their nerves into like loud rally cries yeah you know like it's one thing to like not get the vaccine because you're nervous it's a whole other thing to promote anti-vax rhetoric on social media and to be spreading conspiracy theories and to like no like no this is a thing that we need and if you're not gonna get it then that's on you yeah um but also like if you're not gonna get it you can't be out here acting all post-pandemic tambien and that's the thing (laughs) that's the thing that pisses me out that it's like a lot of these people are also, they're not just anti-vax, they're also anti-mask. Right. They're also anti, like, you know, separating yourself from people. They're anti-protecting their elders, anti-protecting immunocompromised people. Mm-hmm. They're the folks that say, like, oh, if I get it, my immune system is going to, is is whatever is going to save me. And I'm just like, mijo, <laughs> I, have you had a conversation, That's a real talk, a Zoom meeting with your science. immune system that's telling you... <laughs> Don't worry, Mijo. Don't worry, love. I got you. Yes. Like it's no. Yes, this is not no. a poru that we're talking. No, about. No, <laughs> it's not. And and as a person, I'm, I'll tell you, like I I got COVID in December, and we, um, we were quarantining. I mean, I was working from home. I was being as safe as possible. All my groceries were delivered. All my stuff. Like mm-hmm. if I didn't, if I didn't need to move, I wouldn't move. Yeah. You know. Um, and we got it. And I think my biggest fear was what's going to happen. Cause at, cause at that point people were talking to like, people were, um, our hospitals were overwhelmed. They're overwhelmed now too. But I remember thinking at that point, like if, if, if I were to need a hospital bed, how would I be treated as a, mm-hmm. as a fat woman? How would I be treated as someone with, um, with other health issues? Right. How would my mom be treated? Right. Um, and that was my biggest fear. My mm-hmm. biggest fear was like, th- this is, this, this is the, the fear of the pandemic of having to deal with that in yeah. that way. And I think it left me with a ton of anxiety. Thankfully I was able to, um, I, I recovered thankfully, like, honestly, I thank God every single day. Um, because that, that was not the case for so many people, for people who had less health issues than I have, you know? And so it, it, it was, um, it was scary as shit. And I remember that feeling of like not being able to breathe and 
feeling this, this huge fear and thinking like, how can people to my face tell me that this is a lie, mm. that I'm making this shit up, right? that this is not real, that this is some other, some other, that, that I'm having just an asthma attack. And right. I'm like, no, that no, you know? Yeah. Um, so just the complete denial of, of people's experience of people literally in front of your face telling, you know, I live through this right. and I'm living through the shit that has happened afterwards. There's so many, even for people who were not um, hospitalized and not have to, to receive treatment outside of their home. Mm-hmm. There are so many things that we're dealing with afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, psychological effects of this, like this shit is fucking intense yeah. and people not taking it seriously. Um, and people denying it and denying other people's experience. I'm just like, man, go yeah. sit in a corner by yourself. All in the name of Vika civil liberties or whatever. Oh, like, sh- shut up. Put a mask on. Get vaccinated. Shut Stop up. It. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And these are the same people who are then going around talking about if a cop comes up to you and they're angry, you just need to comply. You just need right. to sit down. And I'm like, oh, where the Girl. fuck are people's civil liberties now? Same where the fact. fuck are people civil? No, no, it's rooted in your racism. It's rooted in your ableism mm-hmm. and it's rooted in, in your belief that you, for some reason are like better than everybody else. And, and y que tu sabes todo. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, no. Um, anyway, those are our thoughts. Those are our thoughts. And you know what? If vaccines wanted a jingle, I feel like you and I could do it. Mm-hmm. It'll start off with vacunate. Hey, hey, vacunate. Hey, hey. Guapartate. <laughs> Guapartate. Bacunate, guapartate. Bacunate, hey, apartate. Bacunate, bacunate, apartate, apartate. Yes. And then at the end we throw a ven me me. Yes. I love it. All right. We're going to take a little break and then maybe we'll come back with some final nuggets. Bitch, I forgot that we do final mm, nuggets. Get ready, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Crocs on my feet. What? Bitch, I'm so elite. What? I could never learn no thoughts. Hey. She belong to hey. the street. Hey. Hey. Crocs on my feet. Hey. Rubies on my teeth. Step off a nigga block. Hold your ass. All right, and we are back, and it is time for our final nuggets. Final nuggets. Final nuggets. Um, literally forgot that we even do this. Yeah. So <laughs> I was about to say bye <laughs> after the last one. Okay, thanks for coming. Bye. <laughs> one more thing. Sorry. Um, <laughs> do you want to go? Sure. So my final nugget. Um, I recently transitioned into a new job that's in a. It's still in education, but it's a, it's in a, a different field, no longer school-based. Oh. And I knew over the summer, so I took some time off over the summer, and um, during that time really focused on processing and making sense of, like, what the hell just happened, like, these past six years of my life as mm. a school leader, and what is this next phase, this next this next stage in my life going to gonna look like and feel like, and... I kept wanting to work through the the guilt that I felt of mm. not being in schools um, during these particular times and thinking about um, just what, what's going on in schools and also just feeling guilt of not being like not being directly involved with some things and mm. guilt of not having a job that is even remotely as stressful as my old job. Mm. And then I started thinking to myself and processing and, and, and looking back and saying, like, when was the last time you had an anxiety attack? Mm. And as a person who lives with anxiety and depression and um, is, like, working through that and understanding it, like, one of the biggest things that, that my 
my team of mental health providers <laughs> um, have told me is like you, if you have the power to change the conditions that cause this or that that agitate that, that agitate your depression, agitate your your anxiety, and like bring it up for you, why not do that? Mm. Why be held back by things like guilt? And so. I think my final nuggets are like, if you are, I know, because I was not necessarily always in the position to be able to choose otherwise. Yeah. Real talk. Uh, but I think if you are in the position where perhaps through some sacrifice or, or whatever it might be, but it's possible for you to change the conditions that you are living in that cause you harm. Um, and the thing that's holding you back is this guilt. I want you to know that like, first, these jobs are, are going to be there. Second of all, these jobs are not going to mourn you. Like, mm -hmm. and third, like the, the, the person who is responsible for, for your joy, for your fulfillment is you. Mm -hmm. And it's not any of these things that we consider to be like our vocation or our, our, you know, our life's work or whatever it might be. And, and I think about how I, I, like, I was about it. I was about that, that, like, oh, no, if you really want to be, like, you need to be all in and this and that. And I'm like, you know what? I matter more. Mm. And I know that I can still, I know that I can still, you know, d do do good work. I know that I can still help folks. But you know what? Taking fucking care of myself mm -hmm. and centering myself is, is, is the work. That's yes. what I want. Yes. That's what I want. So what do you, what do I want? Peace. Pizza and um, peace, pizza, naps. Mm -hmm. um, that's it. Okay. Pizza. Yes. PPN. PPN. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think, uh, first off, congratulations Thank you. on your new work. That is, it sounds so awesome. Yeah. Um, not only is the work awesome, but like you being able to do that work and you being able to leave some toxicity mm -hmm. and some things that like obviously weren't good for you yeah, um, yeah. behind I think is like and it just feels like such a new chapter um, yeah and I feel that you know for so sure. I'm sure that well, you feel I mean too. to clarify my workplace my <laughs> my colleagues I love my colleagues we do not necessarily have like a quote-unquote <laughs> again the we did not necessarily have what I would describe as like a like a toxic work environment but but the work itself considering how much weight is placed upon you how much stuff you have to do like the nature of the work right. um and also the conditions right. of the work were not ideal yeah so, that's what i was referring to like yeah, the the weight of the work um that is put on you and put on school leaders in general but, and educators yes. teachers, like our teachers took just so much yeah absolutely yeah. and that shit can really like toxify your body <laughs> um so i'm glad that you get to move on Thank from you. those things um my final nugget <laughs> comes from a show <laughs> it's so ridiculous um there are some drag queens from rupaul's drag race uh-huh um trixie and katya okay and they're hilarious they're some of the funniest queens out there they're so funny and they have a youtube show you know what the, what the show is called no the name of the show is oh yeah <laughs> That's the name of the show. And they yes. say it just like that. And they yes. rub their body when they say it. <laughs> Welcome to... It. <laughs> That's the name of the show. Um, and so I was watching it recently. Um, and Katya... 
when I tell you this show is so stupid, like it's hilarious because it's stupid. It is slapstick comedy. There, the jokes are all about like penises and whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's that yeah. kind of funny. So at no point is someone expecting to get like an actual nugget. And Katya yeah. served a nugget um, in this one episode, and I was like, damn! Like I really had to think about these words because um, they just took a quote with me so the quote was, and I don't know if it's her quote or where it originally comes from so I'm sure somebody would tell me um, but the quote was and I want to make sure that I'm saying it right expectations are just predetermined resentment hey say it again expectations are just predetermined resentment and what's funny is this episode was about quote unquote right quote unquote <laughs> End quote. <laughs> um, we're not fucking journalists. I don't know. Um, the episode was about teachers, and they were talking about mm. their teachers, and again, penis jokes and weird things about teachers. It was there was nothing serious about education, but then this came up, um, and as something that someone once taught her, right? And I was just like, wow. So I think the reason that that resonated with me is because oftentimes I feel like a victim of others pe- other people's expectations of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you have like expectations of me that I did not sign up for, then you're building up a future resentment. Like it's only going to turn into resentment right. for me, right? right? And I think in the past I have internalized people's resentment towards me or any mm-hmm. kind of like feeling towards me that wasn't like positive. Um, and it's cool in some way and very like, I don't know, just kind of eye opening to be able to see it as like an unfair expectation that you put on me as opposed to me needing to like buy back your likeness. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, so I don't know. I just thought that was really cool. Um, it's not applicable to like every relationship though. Right. Like there are some, sometimes when people should have expectations put upon them. Right. Um, but there are certain relationships, um, especially romantic relationships, friendships, whatever, where like, if you are putting expectations on people that they did not sign up for or that they are not aware of, um, and they don't meet those, like, all you're doing is building blocks of resentment. Mm-hmm. And that's not mm-hmm. that's not cool. So, yeah. shout out to Katya, man. I did not. <laughs> In <laughs> between not the expecting. peepees and the poopos. Yeah. Jam. <laughs> for real. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening to I Got You Podcast. Um, do we tell people to rate? And rate. Comment. Subscribe. Yes. Comment. Um, hopefully. Like. We will. Uh, come back with some advice for y'all. So if you have like questions, yeah, if you have questions, send them our way. We still have our email. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna bounce back. <laughs> I got you podcast at gmail Send it to so us. So I got you all spelled out podcast at gmail dot com. It's yes. not I got you all spelled out. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, I know someone who wrote down um, a person's email address and wrote the words underscore. In- <laughs> It's like, no, stupid. It's a little line. You can also find us on Instagram at I Got You Podcast. Um, and you can send uh, messages and questions there in our DMs. So slide up in there. Yes, slide up in the DMs. Thank you for listening. Yes, as always, I got you. And do I got them too? You got them sometimes. I got them sometimes. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>